scared of you motherfuckers. I'm gonna tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no foolishness. And I'm blessed. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Welcome to another episode of Blunt Truths Pod. It's your girls, Grey Goose and Reese Peace. Happy New Year! Yes, y'all. Happy New Year! We made it to 2022. Yeah, yeah. Oof. I hope you guys, you know, start the new year off with a bang. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> the pre-roll for today is, Your Honor, I'm a freak bitch, hey. and that is from our Lord Megan, <laughs> the Stallion <laughs> Pete. Recent graduate of the Texas Texas Southern University, I think is where she graduated from. Oh. But yeah, she just graduated. So congrats to her if she's listening to me. <laughs> she might not be, but somebody pass it along to her, okay? That we said congratulations oh my, on graduating. Yes, congrats. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're we're proud of her. Yeah. Um, so today's topic, we get in we getting freaky. <laughs> it's big old freak. Oh, oh. <laughs> Not deal with you right now. But I'm a virgin, even though virginity doesn't exist. Yes, right. <laughs> but you a virgin, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So we gonna we gonna ask some questions. We gonna talk about some non-negotiables, mm-hmm. best and worst. Ooh. Right. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, well, what do you consider freaky first and foremost? Because I feel like people throw around like that word, that label freaky or whatever yeah but like what do you consider freaky uh freaky uh let me see let me see Mm -hmm. i would say being freaky is like just being open and like open-minded about doing whatever Mm -hmm. like you have no restraints yes that's what i think like you doing all the nasty shit Mm -hmm. and by nasty like eating ass Mm. (laughs) not the mm, (laughs) whoa (laughs) uh you know like just the the works um i I was gonna say like because i feel like there's good freaky and bad freaky yeah like trying to stick a sparkler in someone's butt yeah uh you know, putting whipped cream up their vagina. Yeah, or a whole head in the vagina. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. bad freaky to me. Yeah. But. <laughs> See? And I'm like, when I think of, like, what's freaking to me. So, when I say freaky, and I feel like I don't say it, like, frequently. Yeah. Is, um, I kind of use it synonymously with sexually, like, liberated. Yeah. And that, to me, is, you're, maybe you're not willing to do everything necessarily Mm -hmm. but you're open to even like learning about it or watching or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. um i think that it's a lot of men that i've dated that are very vanilla yeah they're not open to having their ass eaten or being pegged Mm -hmm. or sucking toes or you know just like anything that kind of quote unquote pushes the envelope any like not commonly done kinks and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for me, for me to consider you freaky, I feel like it's yeah, it's synonymous with being like sexually liberated, being open minded. Yeah, um, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. 
So we we have some similar views. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So do you think you're a freak? So what's crazy is like people <laughs> tell me that. Like I have people like tell me I'm freaky. Yeah. But I I don't know. I feel very like just like regular. Um I guess if like we run down like a list of like things and whenever there's like those memes that kind of like trickle, like those quizzes on Facebook that mm-hmm. will be like, how many things on this list have you done? I'm like, dog, all of them. This right. is basic. <laughs> but they don't be, but the list also don't be, they don't be like nothing like wild. Like they yeah, don't be like yeah. had sex on top of the Empire State Building during a hurricane. Oh my God. And a thunderstorm simultaneously. Well, that's dangerous. That's not butt. freaky. But that's like wild. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, to answer the question. Yes. Do I think I'm freaky? No. Do other people think constantly, freaky. daily, oh. tell me that they think I'm freaky? Yes, okay. but that's because I think they're vanilla. Yeah, okay. Yes, and because you're so open to do a lot of things and they're not. I got, yeah, yeah so like you by I, their standards, yes, I'm freaky. I got that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't be out here. And I don't yeah. think freaky is a bad thing. I just want to say. For real. I just feel very, I feel like I'm very much just regular. No, yeah. Like you, I've been called a freak. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like. I, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I've been called that, and I'm just like, I'm like you. I'm like, I'm regular. I yeah. think, yeah, I like to do, I like to enjoy myself right. and have a good time. And I think that's the other thing, too. I find that when people, specifically men, label women, specifically black women, freaky, yeah. it's because, from what I've heard from a lot of men, a lot of black women are vanilla, too. Right? Ah. Like, and I kind of see that, because, so it's this show on Amazon mm-hmm. uh, Prime, called Harlem. Okay. It's the show that if you've seen like Megan Good is in the show, like that's, yes, that's the yes. show. Yes, yes. Okay. So on uh, one of the the early episodes, I think it's the first episode, mm-hmm. she's going to um, have sex with a guy for the first time and he like lays on her bed and like swings his legs up and holds them up and it's like, eat my ass basically. Mm-hmm. And she looks horrified. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen there's been like discussions about that topic, right? Like being a woman who would eat a man's ass. Yeah. And it's interesting because I've seen so so many different takes on it, but uh kind of like generally held belief amongst the black women who I've seen respond to this scenario is I'm not eating no man's ass. I'm not doing that. Or I'll also see some women say like oh, that's reserved for, like, a husband or, like, bae for a minute. And it's interesting to me because I don't have, like, things that I'm saving for a husband that may or may not exist. Yeah. I think that's kind of yep. wild to, like, repress yourself yep. or not, not fully do explore things. your pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, and, and then it also makes me think, so if you feel certain actions are reserved for like whatever. Like I get if you say, you know, somebody who I trust, somebody who I'm comfortable with. I get that. Yeah. But to be like to marriage, it makes me think like, is there still some sexual shame surrounding yep. certain acts? Yep. That's right? exactly what it is. Because what's the point of not doing those? Like I, I just don't get it. Or they'll be like, oh I want to save that for my, my, my spouse husband. and like yep. Save what? Like, sex is not a finite, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. resource. So you can do that before you're married with someone. And yeah. guess what? You can still find it just as pleasurable if you do it when again. When you are married. When you are married. Yeah. Be but, free. No, right. I agree. I totally agree. But, child. Hmm. I, again, yeah. You know, I guess we both freaks. <laughs> I'm regular. 
Yeah, okay. We both regular. <laughs> We're both regular. Well, okay. So <laughs> keeping the topic of like sex, freakiness, whatever. What are some of your sex non-negotiables? Like if somebody tells you, hey, I'm not doing this, Mo. They're from D.C. That's why they were Bruh, no. I know. I was like, wait, okay. <laughs> um, You'd be like, all right, we'll buy. <laughs> Bruh, I had somebody tell me that they didn't give head oh, yeah. at this big age. I've encountered those uh, weirdos. At, <laughs> at this big age <laughs> that they did not give head. And yeah, nah, that's, that's a non-negotiable. And see, I haven't heard it recently. Mm-hmm. But when I first moved, I mean, obviously before I, when I first moved there, because I feel like. Um, men performing cunnilingus, mm-hmm. it was kind of a thing where, like, maybe like middle school, it was like, ew, what? And then high school, it started to get kind of like trendy. Mm-hmm. And then college, it was like, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, when I was like in high school, you know, um, it was a lot of guys who were like disgusted at the thought of it. <laughs> but pretty much after college, I didn't encounter too many men who were on that yeah. until. I moved to the DMV. Okay. And the first guy I dated, he was very vocal, like, I don't give head. So me being young and dumb, I was like, okay, (laughs) that's fine. Like, you don't got to do anything you're not comfortable with, which I do agree. You don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with. Yeah. But I don't need to be comfortable dating a nigga who don't give head. Bruh. No, thank you. Because this Gawk Gawk 3000. (laughs) Right. Double-handed salt and pepper. Bruh. Because I know. Because I know I'm going to be in your dreams you because you're going to be thinking about it. You better. This energy. Bruh. What would you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Don't give it head. Don't give head. That's definitely a big sex non negotiable yeah. at my big age. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. What's another so, one? What's another um, one? Guys who don't engage in foreplay. Bruh. Okay. I, and like, and I don't mean like, you know, five seconds. Yeah. I mean like foreplay. Like, yes. you don't just start your car in the winter without heating that engine up. Ooh. Yes. Okay. okay. And this is a Ferrari. Right. Hello. That's Rihanna said on that song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she said it like that. Maybe she's talking about a designer. But right. I always thought she shortened Ferrari to Ferrari. Okay. So this is a Ferrari. And I need you to, you know, engage in Come some foreplay. It. I also don't, when I say foreplay, I don't mean just like, like head to me can be foreplay, but that's sex. Yeah. So for me, foreplay is everything prior Before to that, sex. Before that, yeah. Right? That could yep. be, you know, kissing on my neck. You know, or kissing. nipple play. Because I love some Or kissing. paying off my mortgage. Oof. Oh. That's foreplay. Okay. That give me gushy. Shut up, girl. But like sexting, yeah. you know, if we're at work or not around each other, like but but yep. stimulate me mentally exactly. and physically. Get me excited before you just stick the speculum you know, in me, man. Same the same nigga that didn't give head didn't do <laughs> foreplay. Like, come on now, be childish as fuck. Was it the baby? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Was it Jonathan no. Lindell Kirk? <laughs> no, thank you. No, it was not. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. So, what are some other non-negotiables on your list? Some non, some other non-negotiables. Um, I'd say like not wanting any props oh, yeah. at all in the bedroom. That's so, funny. like, not, bruh. I mean, I knew one dude. He didn't want he didn't he didn't want the vibrator to come out or anything. Wow. 
and I'm just like it's it'll help it'll right, it'll be your fun teammate. it's not your yes rival. exactly I had a boyfriend like that too um high school through college where he was in the military and so he was going to be like you know, long distance mm-hmm. for boot camp training, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had recently discovered toys. Cause I didn't get my first toy till I was in college, uh, my Same. junior year of college. So he uh, told me like, he didn't want me using toys while he was away. And I'm like, like, why? Like, yeah. that's such a weird, it's such a weird request because like, so I'm not supposed to masturbate while you're away or just not with toys. And he really just saw like toys as a threat. He believed that, you know, that's weird. Quote unquote too much would desensitize you. And I'm like, Okay, I didn't know people still believe that right. in 2020. Oh, well, this time it wasn't 2021. This was like, hmm, when did I graduate from college? 2013? <laughs> so like, this was like 2011 or so. Oh, my God. Um, I think about that. I'm like, yo, what year is it? <laughs> but yeah, he was he was like really opposed to me even using toys like for solo play. Just for you. Mm-hmm. That's weird though and i've had i've had partners who haven't wanted to like be restrained at all which i mean my thing is i respect people's boundaries yeah 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 but i always just like to you know just think like ask them like well why is that yeah and a lot of it is just a closed-mindedness like in general so i i agree if you not for the props in the bedroom you're not for me (laughs) and it's okay um another non-negotiable that i have is like and this is actually on the list of qualities I want in a husband, is that I need you to be sexually adventurous. Like, I don't want to, we have missionary, you know, every time, or it's like a boom, you know, low sex routine. Oh, boom, you kiss my left earlobe, then you take my (laughs) panties off, then we go upstairs to the bedroom, we only have sex in the bed, only a missionary with socks on. Like, I don't want it to be, uh, like... Routine, yeah. I wanted to feel like you know, oh, babe, I learned about this new position, and I think we should try it. Or oh, I saw, you know, I heard about this toy, so I ordered it for us. And surprise, let's you know, like let's be comfortable trying it out tonight or whatever. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Ooh, I'm trying to think of some more now too. (laughs) Non-negotiable. Another one. I mean, I think I, I I like a creative nigga too. Yeah. Just being spontaneous, yeah, um, and being you know in control and just have an enjoyable time. Yeah, I mean, I think a non-negotiable for me as well. This kind of is like a general rule, or whatever. But we need to be equally concerned with our pleasure, yeah. and also our partners. Is yes. my thing. So if there was a partner who, like, let's say he, you know, came every time, and I'm telling him that I'm not, you know, like satisfied if he just like didn't care like if my sexual pleasure was not a priority yeah that's a that's a dub yeah like it needs to be about a partnership you know and us both feeling good afterwards yeah so yeah that's a thing oh i thought none of the school so if you know being assuming that we live like close to each other i would like sex a minimum minimum of once a week at least okay that's, and that's that if is, we live, you yeah. know, same area. If mm-hmm. you don't live here, then obviously that's it won't work. unrealistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think if I had a partner who, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying like if it's a specific situation where, you know, they're not feeling it or whatever, because yeah. I'm not having sex with nobody who doesn't want to. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not here for that. But if it's like their sex drive was like seemingly low. Yeah. Nah. Bruh. It's it not going to work. That me. would be a dub for mm-hmm. me. Cause, cause this, cause sex is high on my list. Same same but yeah i once a week i mean i think 
That's minimum. doable. Right. And that's minimum. That's, minimum. that's doable. Yeah. I mean, ideally, I want it every day. Oh. But I'm being realistic. <laughs> right. Oh, wait. I, okay. So I got more. Oh, shit. Got more. Damn, you got all the nonsense. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking what? of guys in the past that I dated and yeah. things that they did that I was like, nah. Yeah, yeah. If you're not trying to sext, I'm sorry. It's not going to work. Because, like, you know how we talked about foreplay. no foreplay being yeah. non-negotiable? Like, I'm a word person. Mm-hmm. I, You know, I have a very vivid imagination. So if you write out something, I will imagine it. And it gets me, like, anticipating seeing you. Yeah. So if you are not into sexting, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to be like, why? Like, why are you uncomfortable discussing sex when yeah. we're having sex? But I'm going to feel like, dang, like. You don't want to express, you know, how you feel about me in writing. <laughs> you don't want to, you know, get big purr excited. A big purr. Girl. That's, that's how I'm finna feel. <laughs> but that's it. That's it. You sure? I'm probably going to think of more later. And another thing. Right. <laughs> another one. But okay. the defense rest. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So we, we going to uh, go to what? Are, or do you have any best sexual experiences oh, sure. that you'd like to share? We'll be here all oh, Lord. day. No, I don't want to be here all day. Sex with me Listen is so amazing. <laughs> sex with me. Hey. Um, yes. And, you know, I'm not going to name no names because that's not none of y'all business. But I will say what made these experiences so good. Yeah. So I, as mentioned earlier, I love a freaky creative gentleman. Yeah. So, you know, I've had partners in the past who have just like freestyled in the bedroom. I had one guy, so I had a scarf on because, you know, I was getting ready to go to bed. Mm -hmm. He had other plans. (laughs) So he took my scarf off my head, which Mm -hmm. initially I was upset because like, dog, I'm trying to protect the edges. Mm -hmm. Took the (laughs) scarf off, used them as like handcuffs essentially for me. Yeah. Like mid, mid, you know, like sex, whatever, mid coitus. Like, so he did not miss a stroke. He, I'm trying to enact it for you. Like y'all can see me. (laughs) Scarf off. Boom. Bing bong. I can't. Ties it around my (laughs) wrist. Swoop. (laughs) Then he says to me, Hey, did you just come? You don't have no fucking manners. I'm going to teach you how to have some fucking manners. You don't come unless you ask for my permission. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That shit. Oh, my gosh. I was like, why do I like this? What's wrong with me? But I love it. Oh, my gosh. I enjoy this. So experiences like that where, like, a guy is just, like, taking charge, thinking of some shit. I could tell, like, oh, he was, like, he was thinking about this all day because ain't no way he just came up with this off the fly. Mm. So that's what I I value the spontaneity. (laughs) I think um, in my top three or, Mm -hmm. yeah, my top list, um, I love a nigga who got stamina, bro. Give me the rounds. Rounds. Give me the rounds. Okay. Mm, that's what Drake said. He yes. Said yes, he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so give me that. Um, okay. but also, um, try to learn me and take that. Take the you know the lessons learned. Mm-hmm. And come back because I had one one guy. He asked me like it was after the first time. Uh, he didn't make me come and so he was like so what do I gotta do like what's up and so I told him and after that he understood the assignment understood the assignment and every single time after that first time 
every single time. I <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, or even just like you said, spontaneity. I yeah. I do like that. I love it. I do, and I like an enthusiastic. Uh, pussy. Oof. Yes. When you know they love it. Because niggas be saying they love giving head. But we can tell. Yeah, we I don't can. know if y'all know. We sure can. But we can tell. Yep. Like, I love a man that every single time. <laughs> okay? Even yes. a pull it out and eat it type of nigga. Ooh, and kiss me. Yes. Ooh. And spit in my mouth and choke me. Whoa, Call whoa, me a whoa. slut. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, just kidding. <laughs> Maybe not. But yeah, like I, I want you to be enthusiastic about yeah. it. I want you to like want want me like I want you. Yes. So yeah, that's you another thing for me. Right. I don't even know why. <laughs> See, I was thinking Gibeon. Uh, oh, yes. Like I want like you. Like I want you. But okay, so best best sexual experience. Now let's flip that to the worst. The worst, girl. I had, Lord, I got two of them. But um, this was a running joke in college. It was the three strokes guy. <laughs> Ooh, three. <laughs> and so we would just, it, yeah, girl. He, it, he was out in three strokes. It was too much for him. It was too much. Or um the other worst experience was um in college I dated this guy. He was he was a little he was big. He was thick. 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 <laughs> and um and also had a micro peen. Um and what's crazy is what's so funny is maybe like a month before we, um, you know, had sex. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so a month before we had sex, um, he was like, yo, like, I don't have a big dick. And I thought oh. he was playing. Oh. I really thought he was playing. And he was like, but, you know, I, I got that tongue work and stuff oh. like that. And I was like, Did he? it was okay. Oh. But I let's go back. I really thought he was playing because nobody has ever told me like, oh, I got a small. <laughs> like I don't know. Like they don't tell me. See, I've had guys tell me that jokingly, and yeah. like they have like or the, the the biggest guy was ever did warn me. He said, "Yo, I have a really big dick," and I was like, "Sure." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> no, I had one like that too. A man, like, and his name was Mandinko. But anywho, oh wow! So not now. His name wasn't really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dog. His parents knew. They said we gonna warn these women. Yo, but anywho, micro peen. So he was big, and so you know, my legs trying to ride. Like it was. My, it was like my legs were stretching. Like oh. it was too much. It was I couldn't do it, and oh, I kind also of too little. Yeah, yeah, at the yeah. Same time. He, <laughs> yes, his peen was way too little. You got any uh? Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I had a year. So okay. So prior to not this year, but the year that I'm going to talk about. Prior to the year that I'm going to talk about, I had overwhelmingly positive, fulfilling sexual experiences. And I was so grateful for that. Even more so after this year that I'm going to talk about. 
So I had a year of bad sex and micro peens. And I don't know what I did to the universe <laughs> to punish me in that way. Oh my gosh. But it was very painful. You know, I felt like, is it me? Do I pick LDE niggas? Like little dick energy? Yeah. Okay, okay. Like what's what's going on here? I will say though. The one pro mm-hmm. of the micro peen men was that they were very generous financially. They were, they <laughs> I thought always, you were going to say something about my head. But. Oh, um, no. No. Because I, they weren't really anything exceptional. Okay. Like, unfortunately for yeah. them. Um, but yeah, those those were the worst experiences to me. And it's not not trying to uh, body shame. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with them having micro peens, right? <laughs> but it's like it seemed like their their self esteem was lacking, their confidence was lacking. So, yeah. like I mentioned in the best experiences, I love that confidence, I love that dominance, I love mm-hmm. the creativity. Neither one of them did that, and it's like you really should <laughs> like learn, yeah, you know, some other skills. To really put you over the competition. Yep. Because currently, you're falling short. No pun intended. I can't. So, <laughs> yeah, my, my worst experience was definitely with the micro peen homers. But it also, mm-hmm. it was this one guy that I had sex with. And I had been celibate for 15 months prior to having sex with him. So, I was like hot and ready like Little Caesars. <laughs> and, you know, he gave great hair. Ate my ass. I was like, oh, okay. Like this. When we went to have penetrative sex, mm-hmm. like he didn't like moan, like, you know, like, mm. like, no, <laughs> he, he was like dead ass. No lie. Which makes it seem like I'm lying, but I promise y'all <laughs> if I had recorded it, the way he moaned was like, mm-hmm. like, like a Baptist what? minister, like that shit. And, and like the first time he did it, I'm like, oh, he's joking. He likes to, you know, like play around during sex. Ha <laughs> ha. Edgy. But no, <laughs> like can't. he kept doing it. And, and I don't know if, like, nobody ever, like, mentioned it to him. Because how do you say that to someone? Like, yo, your moan sound like a Baptist minister. (laughs) But then I'm also, like, so people talk about how porn is, like, a negative because it can give people unrealistic expectations, blah, blah, blah. But what I think is great about porn is you can kind of see some things and compare and contrast. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Did he never watch porn? Did he watch it on mute? Maybe that's just the sound. That's that's good. (laughs) It's a weird. him and they liked it. Ugh. But who would say that I want you to sound like a pastor? Somebody raised by a pastor. Whoa. Uh, (laughs) Somebody who loves the church. Somebody who loves the church. Or like a deaconess. Oh, <laughs> or, Lord. I don't know, but yeah, between the micro peens and the Baptist minister, um, those experiences were. And I tried to give him another chance, but he tried to play me, and I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> and they tried to spin the block a couple years later, and I was like, no. Yeah. Like, because honestly, looking back, it wasn't even good like that. <laughs> I'm but good. yeah, so. I'm good. Okay, so we talked about best experience, yeah. worst experience. What is. Uh, some experiences that you have not yet tried, mm-hmm. but you would be interested in. You would entertain them. I would them. consider entertaining my bucket list. Like list. a bucket list, but for sex. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got two things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse oh. me. And I'm clear my throat. Okay. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> um, but so the first thing is sensory play. So I want to do like, I want to get blindfolded and like get handcuffed and mm-hmm. like my legs and my in my uh hands mm-hmm. um like they have these uh toys where it's like you you know you're uh oh i got one oh shit yeah from black on company i put you on based out of pg county oh send me that link mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> where you're strained, yeah. like from in the back. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the four. Yeah, yeah. And you okay. could you could like relocate where you clash. Them oh, really? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want that. I'm put you on. Put thank you, on. you, thank you. Um, so like something like that, and with like some blindfolds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sensory deprivation. Yes. Um, and then the other thing, mm-hmm. this. It w- I would have to be single. I would want to be single. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't want to do this in a relationship, but a threesome. I would I would consider it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What about you? So for me, I would love to be a unicorn. So mm-hmm. for the uninitiated, a unicorn is the like third person who comes into like a couple for the purpose of them having a threesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just say I got a couple of fine married neighbors. <laughs> Okay, that if they asked, if you ask me, I'm ready. <laughs> Looking at y'all. Ooh. But um, yes, Ooh. I would definitely be a unicorn. Because for me, I mean, I would be willing to have a threesome within my relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, But I would prefer to like be like the temporary factor in it. So yeah. like, you know, come in, threesome. All right, bye, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and y'all figure out how y'all dynamic is afterwards. Yeah. I think like that's like my preferred way. But I'm, I'm also open to having a threesome with a partner. Yeah. Um. So yeah, number one on my bucket list is definitely being a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Um, um, number two is I want to go to like a sex party and I don't necessarily know if when I go, I would, um, participate. Yeah. Right? Like maybe not the first time or whatever, yeah. but even just like to observe, I just think it would just be so much fun. Actually, I will, I will go to that too. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. like definitely something else on my fucking list. Um, I have a threesome on there, but that kind of goes hand in hand with unicorn. unicorn. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. Y'all don't judge me, but I don't care if you do. So <laughs> I've been like, lately I've been into like. Uh, more non-conventional like porn categories, mm-hmm. right? So one is like cuckolding, and that's when like you know you're in a relationship yeah, and you watch <laughs> your partner have sex with someone else. Mm-hmm. So it be these videos on Pornhub. It's always it's like typically like white people, okay. Um, but which I typically don't watch like non-ebony porn, but they're the ones in this category. So <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so anyway, it's like this like like series where it will be like a wife at home and like the Amazon guy will come or whatever Mm -hmm. and she'll like fuck the Amazon guy while her husband is like in the kitchen so he can hear everything but like you know can necessarily see it right and it's like a whole kink of like your partner like having somebody else yeah and seeing too yeah okay yeah cuckolding is not necessarily like a specific like you don't have to like see her or but like just your partner like getting off on your partner having sex with someone else okay and then also okay I don't know if I necessarily would try this with, like, two people. Yeah. But I've been watching a double penetration point lately. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, you have penetration in your butt and also in your vagina. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I would necessarily, like, want, like, two dudes, like, all up in me. Mm -hmm. But I would think, like, a butt plug and then also having, like, penetrative sex. Yeah. Like, that would just be... Just something, something to experience. Okay. But yeah, I've been finding like I've been getting more like adventurous, quote unquote, with like my porn categories. Yeah, and then that makes me like in turn be like, hmm, you know what? Well, what they I, did that thing. Yeah. I kind of want to try that. Yeah. So my fucking list is like ever growing. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. But, all right. So wrapping up our sex talk about our big old freakiness. Yeah. We want to introduce a new segment to the podcast. So this segment is entitled She Did That. And we just want to take a minute every episode going forward to feature black women that are really killing it. They are out here doing it. Yes. So we want to acknowledge them and say, you know what? She did that. Yes. So the first woman that we wanted to acknowledge is a fave. Easter Ray, mm. my Capricorn sister, because she is out here putting on for the culture, okay? Yo. She got insecure. Yo. She got the photographs. Ooh. She got lovebirds. Ooh. She's working on rap shit. Ooh. She's working on other shows. Like, she got radio. Yo. She got, like, just so much going on. For the black community. Yes. And I love how passionate she is about the community she grew up in in yes. Inglewood. Yep. And, put, you know, investing there into different businesses, constantly yep. highlighting that neighborhood and insecure. Like, yep. love it. Even to her stylist on Insecure, being intentional about dressing them in yep. black designers as frequently as possible. Like that Tell Feezy she had <laughs> uh, episode one of season five. But... I digress. Yeah. So we just want to say, Issa girl, you doing it? She is. She gonna keep doing it. Yes. I already know. She, she posted a video that I actually uh, screen grabbed because I was like, I gotta use this. She's like, it's me season. Yeah. And it is definitely her yeah. season. So yeah. we love Issa love Rae. It. Love it. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna go to our loud lyrics segment mm-hmm. this week. My choice. So I be, yo, Amaria. So this is her name, Amaria. And the song is Waiting. But I be like searching for her because it's her voice is just so, it's like soulful, but like soft at the same time. It's just, yo, she her her whole album, well, maybe it's an EP. It just, it rides. Um it just. I don't think I ever heard her before. Yeah, I think. Oh, she's on our 420 playlist. Moon. Uh, oh, okay. So then, I, I, then I do know. Yes. So okay. that's who it is. But she is like, <laughs> I went to see like where is she from? Mm-hmm. It's like she's from Tampa. Oh wow. Um, but I'm, she's not big yet. But yeah. I'm like, I hope she she gets big because she I I could see her doing something. Okay. Yeah. My loud lyrics pick for this week is FOMO by L.A. So, first of all, um, I just love his voice. Yeah, like, me too. Me and too. it's spelled E-L-H-A-E. Yep. So, just so y'all know. But I love his voice. I also feel like nowadays, you don't have too many artists who still like write their own songs and yep. whatnot. And it, it kind of shows because... I think if you're singing a song that doesn't relate to you, it, it's going to come across to the audience. That's yep. number one. But I feel like he actually like be writing, writing. So this song is just like how he has a fear of missing out and, you know, like talking about how like living life in the present, yep. like, you know, like it specifically in this song, he's talking about how there's a woman that he's been like entertaining, whatever. And he has a fear of not taking it to a relationship because shit has been real different with her. And she's given him a vibe that he's never experienced before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm also a fan of when like a song's like melody, like changes like halfway through. Me too. I think that shit is just so I dope. I love it. Ken- Kendrick, he be doing, uh-huh. I know it's not, you know, yes. but he does it all the time. So he does that in this yeah. song and it goes from being like, you know, real cool, real chill to real like, like smooth and almost yeah. like jazzy, yep. Um, yep. which I just think is like genius. It's always going to impress me. So <laughs> yeah, FOMO by LA. That's like 
just mm, yeah i did see that he dropped that and listened Mm -hmm. yep so good choice good choice okay so if you have any questions or if you would like to be a guest feel free to slide in our dms or shoot us an email at blunttruthspod at gmail.com as always be sure to like subscribe and follow us on twitter apple Podcasts, spotify and anchor we are at blunt truths pod on all of them Thanks for listening to another episode. It's been real. Bye. Bye, y'all.